Greetings, brave warriors, noble adventurers, and devious dungeon masters. Welcome back to another episode of the Knights and Nerds podcast, and I want to say thank you very much for listening to this. I feel like it's been a long time since I've done this, but I mean, it's only been two weeks, right? Man, time is going by. It's September already. How's your summer been? Has it been good? Hopefully it's been good. I really hope it's been good. Hope that you've been rolling lots of dice. Anyways, hello to all of our new followers. I know that you're here because you're wanting to know who won the dice giveaway. Well, that's probably already posted on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at this point. So hopefully it was you, person listening to this. And if it wasn't you, well then, you know what? We'll probably do it again sometime in the near future. So don't despair. There's always next time. But I'm glad that you're listening anyways. I don't have too much in the way of announcements today, which is good because we're going to jump right into some shenanigans here. I know you're all just here for the shenanigans. But I do want to say to existing listeners and new listeners, anyone who's put their name forward to be a non-player character who gets killed off very shortly after being introduced, we're getting very much closer to working our way through that list, and I just beg of your patience for a few more episodes, then I swear we're going to get cracking on that list. Otherwise, if you yourself are a dungeon master, and you've been listening to the campaign planning episodes, and you want to get a little bit more in-depth detail as to what is being planned behind the scenes, go to the Knights and Nerds Facebook page and join the Dungeon Master Only group. Because in the very near future, I'm going to be laying out some pretty big plot details. Like the main twists. They're going to be coming up soon. If not the next campaign planning episode, which I think will be coming soon, then then perhaps the one after that. So we're going to be getting into some real big details. I think that's all I want to say, other than thank you to anyone who's left a review or rating for us on Facebook or iTunes or somewhere else. I really do appreciate it a whole lot. Uh, thank you to Andrew, who left us a review and a rating on iTunes, much, much appreciated. Uh, If you want to support the podcast, you can tell your friends about it. You can leave a rating or a review. Or, if you want to support the podcast in a different way, you can go to thingstimwrote.com slash books. I'm an independent fantasy writer. If you're enjoying these episodes, you might also enjoy my inexpensive eBooks. All right, I think that's all that I have. I think I've already talked too much, to be honest. So let's rejoin the group. Let's rejoin our heroes. Fiance, Vanna Whitehelsing, Spruce Lee, and Gilladob Fabblestabble. Um, last week, you successfully got Kit Kat's journal out of the training grounds using Gilladob's familiar with some fancy note making. And then you were setting off to find, you're setting off to find an underground entrance that might lead you to where the Fathoms fighters are. It was a a clue in the form of a rhyme, and it didn't matter if it was in Elvish or Common. We discussed that. <laughs> <doesn't matter. laughs> and then while you were out, you saw Owen the Quick, and Gilladob snuck up on him and was weirded out by the fact that he was dressed the same way as the last time you saw him. So uh, Gilladob picked up that something wasn't quite right, and then... Further got alarmed that I, I think what you picked up on that he was lying to you or. Yeah, it must have been my thief senses. They were tingly. 
That's not and, a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. It's okay. it's a new thing. It's, it's one of the updated <laughs> rules. Deep senses. Your gnome's intuition. Yeah, that too. Uh, and then you kind of told him off. And uh, I was going to call it his undercommon sense. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I like you used your familiar to spy on Owen as he left and you saw him change shape into another person in an alley. And you were in the process of sandwiching him yeah. in said alley. I was carrying Gilladob. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, a small baby. And I was just as an old woman. Yeah. So the, the, putting up with it. And you had... <laughs> And you had cast sleep on, you had tried to cast sleep on him. Yep. It didn't work. Yeah. Maybe that was one of the first clues because it worked the first time. That's also true. Um, that and I'm just suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. That Our, may change shape. Well, I mean, <laughs> that catches the eye. <laughs> catches. So Gilly was, uh, his, his, uh, his radar was up for tomfoolery and he... <laughs> Sorry. Mm. Good use. <laughs> okay. To- um, I didn't even realize that. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't realize that you punned his name into what you said. <laughs> I believe Faye and Gilladob were headed to the alley to face him, and then Spruce and Vanna White Helsing were going to the alley where he had gone in behind him. I believe I was also carrying you because you were seeing through your animals eye you weren't letting them go right yeah i wasn't just carrying you because i thought it'd be fun you, just, you couldn't see that's why i'm putting up with it yeah <laughs> so how do you guys want to approach this what uh, so what is our approach are we going to try and fight him or are we trying to like just continue to talk to him man that would have been great to talk about when we were all together <laughs> i guess i'm talking to you then what are we doing buddy <laughs> last week or like a minute ago whichever gilly had said we don't want this person following us while we're trying to find the secret entrance. So I think Gilly was of the favor of of fighting. Um, what form of money would most beggars be asking for? What? what? Any? Like <laughs> gold pieces, platinum. Copper. Oh, copper. Oh, See, I don't know. Pl- I'm fake. Mm, that's true. <laughs> I, I, money doesn't mean anything. Copper? Yes, okay. copper. Right. And he looks like a regular man, you said. Yep. Just a regular man in an alley. All right, so I'm just going to approach him. We're waiting for those guys, right? Yeah, he's just walking down the alley going, regular man in an alley. (laughs) (laughs) So with my old lady voice and disguise, because I have my disguise costume on, clutching my baby. When did you put your disguise on? I said that before I left. Oh, she did, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was last week. I said I put a disguise on to look like an old lady carrying a baby. A giant baby. This did happen. I did. (laughs) Yeah, this weirdly did happen. <laughs> so I remember mentioning I'm like four and a half feet. Yeah. Like, You're a big baby. Yeah. You're curled up, okay? And Your I husband's was, an orc. I am also a six foot tall woman. So you could be a baby <laughs> elf. I guess there's probably weirder things that have been seen aside from some weirdly large infants. So I'm going to walk up to them and be like, coppers, coppers for me and my baby. My young child and I need your money, please. I've definitely come back to myself, but I am terrified. Please, sir, he's blind. We need your help. All right, you're going to have to roll something for this, because this is... (laughs) 
weird. I think of all the plans that you guys have come up with. We didn't come up with this. Actually. No, you guys split up and I am doing what Faye would do. <laughs> They're coming up behind them. I'm just going to be in front. I think is this deception. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 16. I rolled a natural 20. Oh. <laughs> You've come back to yourself then. You're no longer looking through your familiar. Yeah, I, I was only doing that so we didn't lose him, but he's right in front of me now. He st- stops walking as you approach, and as you're asking for coppers for your baby child, baby who's also homeless. <laughs> yes, we're both homeless. Okay, he's blind. We need money. Wait, why does it? Li- why does an old lady have a giant baby? <laughs> you know what? Never mind. We're just gonna yeah, like you're it. the postmenopausal woman. Don't like, question mother. <laughs> Roll. And he smirks and he says oh you four are in a lot of trouble and i chuck gildon <laughs> oh what <laughs> okay Damn. we're gonna roll initiative first before we get to that maybe gildon will have initiative like be- so he can you climb down so. before he gets chucked <laughs> get him wow 17 Kelly got 17 i got uh 13 and what did Vanna get? Ten. Seven. <laughs> Gilladob is up first. Gilly, what, what are you going to do? I'm a pretty perceptive No, So I would like maybe a little bit more of a description of this current person. What things might they have on them? Is there a weapon that might be pulled on me? Or a shiny trinket? Or anything you know, laid on me? He's kind of dressed like a like an average merchant, so he's got like a nicely trimmed beard. He's got uh, like a like a silver chain around his neck. He's got some uh, like some baubles. He's got sort of a purple cloak. I'm trying I'm trying to think of like what on him is like a solid object that's a consistent maybe across like whatever trickery he's doing, like a weapon or an amulet or something mm-hmm. like that. As I still don't know what's causing it. And, you know, table talk while Tim, Tim does his note stuff. But Yeah, I would think it especially creepy if he had, like, a ring on his finger that was consistent across both things. Mm-hmm. I'd start suspecting that of, of tomfoolery. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm going to have to walk that back a bit. Uh, the stuff that he was wearing stays the same. It's just the person underneath who changed. Oh, but his cloak is reversible, and now it's purple on the other side because he flipped it around. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Cloak, silver chain, any weapons? Um, no, you don't see any weapons. Hmm. I think Gilladom's just going to leap out of... Leap out of your arms for my baby costume. As weird as that is to say. And attack with my short sword. Ooh. That was bad. Because you didn't let me chuck you. Is <laughs> a nine? Uh, no, unfortunately, your dismount was uh, a little bit awkward. So Faye, was still, Faye was still clutching you like a dear child. That's fine, because the short sword was just a feint for the dagger in my offhand. Oh, well, that, that was an 11. <laughs> unfortunately, no. This guy's slippery. <laughs> <laughs> See you falling forward and just getting the ground each time. <laughs> He's slippery. He must be changing shape away from my blade. <laughs> he 
he chuckles at your missed attacks, and he says, I was expecting more, your friend spoke very highly of your abilities. And a shard of ice forms in his hand, and he throws it. But he misses. It goes right over his shoulder, and he curses to himself, and he's just going to run past you. So you'll each get attacks of opportunity on him. A 16. Faye, is Faye going to take an attack, or, or what? Does she do that? I, w I wouldn't naturally take an attack in that moment as much as I want to. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and roll damage. Oh. 10. 10 points of damage. Uh, he'll go 30 feet. And that will bring him out of the alley, uh, sort of into the into the street. Spruce, it's your turn. So how far away from from me is he now? He'd be about eighty feet. What's the range on a longbow? Oh, long, like definitely 80 like one hundred and twenty at short range. At short range, yeah. okay. Um, I'm just gonna whip out my longbow. <laughs> and that was a natural one. <laughs> God, I suck. Spruce levels an arrow, and his longbow goes sailing down the alley. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Vanna White, how, White, are you going to move at Can all? Can I still make a movement? Yeah, yeah I'm going to run up to where my air, my bow landed. <laughs> You're still holding your arrow in your hand with, like, the bow just... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'll just I'll run up so I can run. My speed's forty five. Vanna White says, "Let me show you how it's done." Oh, shouldn't have said that. Knock on wood, huh? That so shouldn't have. Said I know, that. I know. So yeah, I was gonna use my long boat also. I'm hoping it falls better. Oh shit! <laughs> no, it's cocked. That's a D D twelve. That's not the right one. You need to roll this. Let next. me Jesus show you Christ. how it's done. Run next. <laughs> Well, on that. That's, that's the wrong dice. <laughs> yeah, I even the separated these well, out. What the fuck am I doing? Yeah, that's oh amazing. my god. Brandon <laughs> White's on training wheels. Like. <laughs> did we all get incredibly drunk before we did this? I don't know. Okay, 17 plus 8. So, Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and I'm also going to use Slayer's Prey. Nine. Are we going to try and get information from him before we maybe <laughs> kill him? If we can do something with him? <laughs> like, do we, I don't know, do we want to know who, who he's working with? Or? I don't know, mm. we never really, uh, we never really yeah. talked about it. We just sort of went after him. Faye, Yonsei? Faye touches herself and turns herself invisible. I'm going to move towards the wall and, like, make myself flat against the wall. All right, kill a dog. Is my owl still about? He never really had his activation. I didn't actually roll his initiative. But it, it, since I didn't, but can we just say I delayed his action and have him swoop sure. at this motherfucker? Yeah. So that it allows me to run up and, and maybe get some sneak attack action? Do it. Perfect. 13 to hit. And that's with advantage? That's... Oh, no, I didn't actually roll advantage on my attack. Oh, and that Oof. 20. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. 17 damage? Alright, yeah, so you, you sneak up and you really make up for the, your, your previous misses. And he 
you know, you've, you've cut him a couple times, and he really didn't like that last one. And he turns to you and he says, I've never failed Agaran before and I'm not about to start. And he extends one hand and a shadowy black blade appears in it, and he's going to take a swipe at you. Agaran's the big bad, that guy that's taking over everything, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just double checking that I have I that right. I think we're on his radar now. It wasn't now. like he was someone else. You're going to take 12 points of psychic damage. Okay. It is... Spruce, it's your turn. So I'm within... I'm within 45 feet of him now, right? Like, yeah. I could get up to him with a move. Okay, uh, so yeah, I want to, after seeing him take a swipe at, at uh, Gilly, I'm going to run up and take my take a swing at him with my glaive. 22. That connects. So it's going to be 9. So then as a bonus action, I'm going to do an unarmed strike as well. Yeah. Uh, 11. Your glaive catches him, and he he sort of pivots, and your unarmed strike just goes wide. And he's starting to look a little bit concerned now that he's got two of you on him. Vanna White Helsing! Long low! Ooh, 27. Seven damage. Are you using your Slayer's Prey again? Yeah. So it was a total of seven? Correct. That wasn't very good. No, I rolled a <laughs> one on that. Very good indeed. What's Faye gonna do? Stay invisible. <laughs> really? If I do anything else, I lose my invisibility. If I attack or mm-hmm. cast another spell, I lose my invisibility. And guess as table talk goes, all I can say is you're not gonna be a very well liked party member. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all I can say is that as my character, I wouldn't attack <laughs> in that situation yet. Even though your current friends are currently. Fighting with they other... seem like they got it under control. Okay, fair enough. Alright, Gilly, back up to you. It's gonna have some interesting <laughs> dynamics in this. I'm learning. Well, first of all, I'll just slash at him again. You know, there's a sneak attack with your owl buddy? Yeah, the swoop combo. Not 20. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to roll again. Gosh darn it. That was surprising. Can I get those D6s again? They worked out really well last time. <laughs> 16. Holy F. And I do still have my mage hand bonus action. He looks he looks real bad. Uh, but you'll yes, what are you gonna do with your mage hand? <laughs> I was just feeling pretty... I think I'm actually going to use my mage hand to grab one of the vial of acids that I bought. Uh-huh. And smash him in his face. Oof. Jeez. Just fling it at him? Yeah, I don't think it'll actually do that much damage, but it'll scar him, hopefully, so he'll be recognizable. I'll never forget this fool. Oh, damn. That's cool. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you inspiration for that idea. I like that a lot. So make a, I guess a, I think it would just be like a dexterity, like ranged attack. Yeah, sure. Let's do that. that. Let's do that. Use it as an attack, like a thrown weapon. It's a 21. Oh, okay. You want to roll a, let's say a D6? I think they might actually be D4s. Like I don't think they're very high damage. All right. I bought them for role play use. All right. Three. All right. His, uh, 
clothes are burning, and some of his face is burning, and he's really bloody, and he... Hmm. Should be the tagline for the show. I was not expecting this to go down this way. Another shard of ice forms in his hand, and he says, Maybe I was a fool to underestimate you, but I hope this takes you with me. And he... Like, he gets, like, right up close, and he just, like, launches this thing at you. Um, what's your armor class? Fifteen. Fifteen, okay. You're gonna take ten points of cold damage. So will... Oh, sorry, actually, yeah, sorry. Ten points of cold damage. Mm-hmm. And then Spruce, and you, and he, takes an additional seven points of damage as this ice shard explodes. And he falls over dead. Great. I spit on him. There's a lot of blood in my spit. And then I fall unconscious. We're out of initiative. A lot of people just witnessed what happened. Upon him dying, his his shape begins to change again like a, like a muscle being relaxed. And he's this sort of blue-gray, like, faceless creature. Yeah, I've got healing potions. Can I come over and just, like, dump one down mm-hmm. your throat? Yep. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Massage the neck. Yeah. <laughs> Close the mouth and rub the neck. <laughs> yeah, Faye becomes visible and is just holding her rapier straight out in a point when you notice when she's done. I was really hoping someone would run into me at some point. <laughs> I suppose I'll rejoin the group since I was kind of far back. Yeah. Making sure to, like, kind of shove you aside and, like, glare at you as I pass you. I was just holding my rapier out. Invisibly. I cough up more blood, but stand up. Thank you very much, Spruce. And I will give you one of my potions of healings to make up for it. So now that I'm alive and... Well, not well, but I'm alive. I thoroughly search the corpse. Do we recognize this type of being? Vanna White Helsing has, in her travels, heard of creatures called doppelgangers that can assume the form of anyone that they that they see imitating them perfectly and they also have some mind reading capabilities on the body you find uh, platinum pieces equal to 100 gold i guess i'll take that you find a brief note written in draconic uh yeah other than that he doesn't obviously wasn't carrying a weapon um because he didn't need to did he have some like cloak with a chain or some nonsense that he liked to show up oh yeah he had a silver chain and a re- reversible cloak. Yeah. <laughs> is it a long cloak? Long? No, it was like, like... Would it fit me? Could you hem it? You could hem it. It would probably be like, you know, down on my feet, but... It was like it was like a half cloak. Went like went down to the... So it's like a full cloak back. on me. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I put on the cloak. Got a trophy. I don't even care if it's got blood stain. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Great. Even better. For now. Does it still look... Are you still dressed as a baby, too? A baby no, wearing a cloak? No, that definitely not of my own choice there. Dead Man's Cloak, new band name. <laughs> Dead Man's Cloak. Hot damn, that's great. Faye, who is regaining composure, points out something that maybe you guys missed that she's worried about. She said, "Your he said your friend said you had good skills, which means he may have talked to Owen who knew where our hideout was and that we had Elwyn. Owen didn't know he where didn't. the hideout he was. didn't know? Okay. No. And we're still protected from scrying. Yeah, it does, doesn't mean, though, if now we're on the radar of, because he said he worked for... Our friends could have been anyone in the Thieves Guild we met, too. So it is but a concern. T- 
he took on Owen's appearance would probably be. You're right. I would direct your attention to something that you overheard in a previous uh, on a previous day when you heard Agarand talking to his sorcerer, Arizax. They were walking by and he mentioned someone named Mago would be looking into this caravan attack. Indeed. Mago the yeah. doppelganger? I mean, he did say that he was working for Agarand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which means that if he's reported back to Agaran, our names and who we are might be more well known or thought or sought out because he was looking for Well, us. even to the point where, yeah, he's already investigated us. So when he doesn't report back. It depends when he last touched base. He may not even told them that he found out about us. Because hmm. sometimes, you know, people will wait. Little henchmen will wait until they know more. We did that, <laughs> yeah. you know, right? So, but either way, we probably have a limited amount of time before things get a little more worse for us. We might need to be more careful about being seen Mm -hmm. around this area. So I just imagine you guys like doing this talk, like standing around the corpse. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a normal thing. Like if someone dies, like are people standing and watching? Because I assume they like would run. So just kill the man. Doppelganger, not a man. (laughs) Uh, Some are watching from a distance, but yeah, a lot of people ran once the violence broke out. Anyways, and the this... Iron Guards haven't come to get us? Well, it's it's been like 10 seconds, but yeah, you, been very quick. you would know that they probably would be coming soon. Mm-hmm. Let's make haste. But before we run off, I will write a note in the eye parchment just saying a vague description that something happened, the area it's in, that there's a body, and if someone in the guild could do their, their part... They would be paid the premium. Are you but, asking for, like, body disposal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dump it in the river, feed it to the pigs, whatever. I don't ask questions. So you're just going to scribble that message and not going to wait for a reply? You're just going to... I'm just going to, yeah, and hope. I, I promised premium payment, so whatever that ends up costing me. All right. Are you guys going to resume your, or resume your... Uh, trip to find this entrance based on the rhyme? Yeah, I mean, getting out of our the vicinity we're in immediately is yeah. sort of key. So. We only have to go 100 paces from where we were, right? You weren't quite there yet. Okay. You didn't get there. So I'll remind you of the rhyme again, for those of you who weren't paying attention. 100 paces north of that tavern. <laughs> it's a great rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> so the rhyme just brought as much. <laughs> Faye actually did make the connection that gate may have been the way that someone walks so you have deciphered that it's referring to starting at a an inn called the unsteady gate uh to find the way one must make haste from the restful gate with raucous sound look north walk straight 100 paces where all flows out enter the underground okay so you guys are going to keep on walking Yep. Yep. So the inn is very close to the like to the actual harbor where all the ships are docked, right? Okay, yeah. And where are you gonna walk? North. Okay. <laughs> it feels like a test. <laughs> you walk north. It's just like sort of warehouses around. Uh not much that you can see other than like just like other buildings around. We got to one hundred paces? Yeah. No sewage pipes or anything? There's no 
sewage or like fantasy sewer grates like like even nearby that you can see and nothing like uh a dock with a river what are those things called like a watershed or something coming out to the no No, a lock thank you when you're walking north the water is behind you so you're walking further away is there a toilet (laughs) well it just says look north and then walk 100 pace straight so maybe those are separate. Well, if you're looking north and you walk straight. Well. Okay. So it's looking north, so look but north walking straight. So walking straight south, so walk backwards 100 paces? Mm-hmm. It might just be because when we be. end up, the perspective of still looking north yeah. might show us this watershed. Because it's tricky. Because if we're looking south and we walk 100 paces, we may be looking in the wrong direction. You know what I mean? It, it would have to say, like, walk 100 paces and then turn around. So there might be something if we look north, but then walk backwards 100 paces straight. Okay. Because there is a straight road. Mm-hmm. At least try mm. it. Give it a shot. See what happens. Yeah. All right. As you walk 100 paces south, you almost uh, reach sort of the edge of the, uh, I don't really know terminology well of, of like docks and shit like that. But yeah, so you reach the edge, like basically where you would jump into the water off of the uh, the concrete of the harbor and you see and you can hear um a sewage pipe like right under your feet draining out into the uh into the harbor there so if you sort of like look over you can see it and it's it's pointing north this might be it guys it seems promising only one way to find out you guys ready to go under or like how sewage is this do you need any breaks i could use a bit of a rest i'm still wounded there are iron guards after us. Mm-hmm. You we made be... pretty quick work of this. It hasn't taken us long. You're a uh, hundred paces or so from an inn. Gillies proposes to go to the tavern. It would give us some cover and we'd be really close to like investigate the sewage. We haven't had a chance to like talk privately since our last encounter. Right. Okay. So go take a, yeah. go take a rest. So I go and I think Gilly would probably just like rather than make a scene, like maybe suggest you guys just go and grab a pint or something and I'll go up to rent the room or rent a room where we could then talk in private. I don't need to rent a room because I can always find a place. That's why I would just take care of it for you so it wouldn't have to come out. Back by popular demand always lets me perform everywhere I go. Yeah, but we're trying to keep a low profile. I will cut your tongue out. Free lodging and food of a comfortable standard. If I get the sense that she wants to perform, Gilly would be like, oh, well, I've they prepared a special room for you. Um, <laughs> and, you, you know, it would just serve these people an honor if you were to go and see it. Meanwhile, I just paid for the room. There's nothing to do with this. <laughs> this goes against my want to be popular and well-known. You guys are killing me here. Faith <laughs> <laughs> character would go and try and perform because pretty much her entire goal is to... It's fair enough. Okay, we'll Spruce, later. Spruce says... Hey, Faye, why don't we go check out the room you can perform after? You don't have to perform right away. We just got here. Let's relax for a minute. It's been a busy afternoon. Could have got us the room for free. I'd rent the room, go to the room, and at some point show this note um, to the party members. Mm-hmm. Say this little language I cannot read. And uh, see if anyone can check that out. I can. Oh. <laughs> and what language is it? Elvish? 
Draconic, oh, actually, wow. for a change. <laughs> for those of you watching, Tim just rolled his eyes. <laughs> All the way back. <laughs> They're stuck now. It just says, Mago, bring them back alive this time. This time? Yeah, this time. <laughs> well, obviously they've talked about Mago as like a hired hitman or a hired scout, so he's mm. probably in a previous... <laughs> o- Owen's probably dead. That's my guess. That's, that's a fair point, Spruce. Mm-hmm. Well, at least this confirms that I, it was Mago. I pour a little bit of my ale on the ground. <laughs> Owen was going to die anyways, just a matter of how quick, because he was on New Life, which you can only just slowly die from. Well, I just wanted to make sure that was red and we, we knew the information from that. He also had a small amount of gold on it, but, you know, we'll support the party. And this fancy cloak. And I swoosh my cloak. At this point, I am going to tend to my wounds and rest a little bit, I think. Yeah, well, uh, Gilly tends to his wounds. I'm going to, Spruce is going to go over to Faye and try and put this delicately. I'm taking out my loot because I'm going to do a song of rest for Gilly. So we're we're just going to do a short rest then? That's what we said? Okay, I'm going to use a hit dice too. So once your song is over, Spruce is going to come over and and kind of sit you down and be like, look... I understand the need to not want to, you know, be injured and to go invisible. But if you're going to be part of a party, we need to be able to feel like we can rely on you sometimes. And you can. (laughs) Yeah, it just when when, you know, when something goes down like that and you just disappear, it doesn't feel like that. Some things have been going down and sometimes situations get a little hairy. We might need you to step in from time to time. Who did I run into first that dragged me into this party? It was Vanna and Spruce. Screw you both. <laughs> I didn't want to be a part. I came here to sing. And now here I am. Messed up in something that I didn't want to be a part of. But aren't I'm you doing looking, my best. You're looking for adventure. To sing about. Not to get killed over. Best way to not get killed is to it's fight to back. Yes, defend yourself. <laughs> God damn it, woman. Just things to think about. Yeah give you some things to think about and i just walk over and start playing some emo music in the corner my uh find familiar spell takes quite a while to cast so i'm going to recast it because an owl probably isn't best suited for the sewers okay uh so i'm going to change it to a bat a bat Mm -hmm. excellent i mean he's going to sit in my cloak a short rest happens you guys head back to the entryway that you found and you climb down in it the water smells of a variety of dirt and waste and is up to your ankles. Now I'm wishing I got rubber boots or something. This is a mistake. So you make your way through this pipe until you find a very small, but just noticeable enough reach in the side of the pipe, just large enough for someone to fit through. And you're fairly certain that this must be the way that you're supposed to go because if as as gilly with his superior dark vision peeks through he can see there's definitely a passageway beyond that there's definitely a passageway beyond this little hole is it a tight squeeze not for you okay but for other people (laughs) it might be yeah Uh, i take out my miner's pick and i go to town widening it up uh can i have a marching order from here on out well obviously gilly's in front sure I'm the tank. I'll I'll bring up the rear. Okay. I'll keep this one in line. I'm just complaining the whole time about how disgusting it smells in here. 
So, say his second then. Yes, yeah. Sir. The passageway ahead of you is narrow and dark. The walls are jagged stone, and you notice a draft that seems to come up from the very bottom of the depths beneath you, cold and ominous. You come to a point, after marching through the darkness for several minutes, where there's another passage which branches off to your right. And can I get everybody to roll a perception check, please? Uh, I got an 11. 17. 13. 12. Giladob notices the path that you're currently on, not the one that branches off. You notice a tripwire right in front of you. Oh, shit. Good thing you were in front. Mm-hmm. I will use my mage hand to disarm it. I can use my thieves tools with my mage hand. So just floating little picks. I rolled a 17 and it's plus 8. Yeah, you disarm that tripwire with your magic floaty hands. And then you can progress either way. Guess the way of the tripwire. You do notice that that tripwire, if it was triggered, it was, as you look up, you can see that it was rigged to collapse the tunnel over top. Are you going to keep on the same way? I think so. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. You keep marching along. Is there any light source? Like, are you guys anything? or or is? I have dark vision. I don't know. Vanna's the only one who doesn't. So I don't think she can see shit. I do have. Well, I had some sort of torch thing in my. You would almost definitely have yeah. a torch. I also have torches. If mm-hmm. I think we went over this. You have torches. Yes. Yeah. I guess it makes sense that I would light one, so I'm not like blindly holding on. To mm-hmm. You. Yeah. I did that a few <laughs> minutes ago. Then. <laughs> you find another trip wire. Hold up, guys. There's another wire. Uh, before I attempt to disarm, could I see if this is a similar collapsing tunnel? Uh, this trap is set a little less cautiously than the last one. You notice a set of holes in a nearby wall with a faint glint of light from Vanna's torch uh, on the edges of some arrowheads that are waiting to be triggered. So I have, I, was, I think I've mentioned before that I both have a, a bag of... Um, Ball bearings. Yeah, and that I picked up random rocks, and then I keep a bag of random rocks. Can I try and j- warn the team, carefully step over the wire, jam a bunch of rocks in the holes so that the arrows couldn't shoot out, and then probably just, like, step to safety and cut the wire, like, or, and then disarm it. Sure. Yeah, you can do that. Just double safe. Give me a another check to disarm. Oh, critical fail. <laughs> So you had given everybody enough of a heads up that when the air, that when the trap goes off, you're you're all at a safe distance, and really, only a couple of the arrows actually get through and push the rocks out of the way. But otherwise, nothing happens. Okay, you guys keep it on in the same order. Do you think? I think we should keep the same order. There's like progressing traps, so I think I should stay a little out front. Yeah. Just be yeah. extra careful. Yeah, since you've got the superior dark vision. Mm-hmm. And the trap disarming ability. Yeah. yeah, and now that your light's on too, if I stay out in front, it keeps me stealthier. So I'll try and be quiet. So keep the noise okay. down. So I'm going to be a little more sneaky. Is this tunnel still just like big enough for basically single file? Like, Yeah. You continue on through the narrow tunnel over the uneven and jagged ground, you hear only your own footsteps echoing off the stone and the whispers of running rivulets of water. 
After a time, you reach an area where the tunnel becomes wider, approximately 15 feet across. And I would like yet another perception check. 15. 17. 15. 1. Can you, Giladab, roll a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage? I only need to roll once. I got a 1. <laughs> Sorry, this is going to go great. You see and feel your f- your feet are no longer on the ground, and everybody else sees Giladab just sort of fall through the floor, and you realize, Giladab, that you've fallen through an illusory portion of the floor into a pit of snakes. Uh, a swarm of snakes in a pit fall about 15 feet. Your fall is broken by all of these snakes, uh, but then you're going to have to roll some initiative. I was overconfident. It's like, I found all these traps. <laughs> 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 19. 18. 16. Also 16. All right, Giladab. These are just normal snakes, too. Like, not giant snakes. No. Mutant snakes. Swarm of snakes. Just snakes. I'm wondering if they should get a surprise round. For being snakes in a pit? For being f- fallen onto slash into... We'll just we'll just see if it hits. Oh man. You can feel their little mouths biting, but your your ill begotten cloak protects you. <laughs> <laughs> That's their surprise round. Okay, Gilly, go. I think rather than worrying about sneak attacks or anything, I'm just gonna attack with both my sword and dagger. Just try and get as many snakes as I can. So I'll attack with my short sword first. Get a 16. And 9 damage. And go ahead with your dagger. 22 to hit on yeah. the dagger. And 6 damage. With my bonus action from Mage Hand, grab the rope in my pack and just huck the end of it up. I guess that makes my turn. No, I you don't have to respond you, to that. And there's a rope in front of me. Totally up to you. I grab the rope that's in front of me. So I start pulling and passing the rope back to the people behind me so we can keep pulling him up. Yeah, I grab the rope and pull. Uh, so we'll say that, what, uh, your rope is still, like, tied around your belt? You're So when they're <laughs> when you're getting hoisted out of this pit, you're just, like, still slashing at the snakes, like, ah, let me at him. They just free you from the, the confines of the pit. Do they get a tax of opportunity? You are, you are, he did say, like, you're going up, (laughs) swords down, so you're kind of, you'd be able to defend yourself. They rolled a one, they all eat each other. Yeah, Killadob got a little overconfident and had to be saved by his team from snakes. (laughs) I think he's going to take a breath or two. That is it for us this week. Everyone, thank you very much for listening. I want to again say thank you and welcome to all of our new followers. Thank you and welcome probably have another campaign planning episode coming soon in the meantime we're just gonna let the outro music take it away because it's so epic like dun 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 d